Hello and welcome. This is Positive Hive Podcast with Victor Ajayi, a show that speaks reality to your mind on a balanced scale. So sit back and relax because every episode is an experience with Victor Ajayi. Hello, my friend. This is Victor Ajayi, and the time is 2.43 a.m. GMT plus 1 Nigerian time as I record this. I haven't had a series of conversations with two of my female folks, and I've been pondering, I've been thinking about some of the things I said and shared with them. And in this short podcast, are my concluding thoughts about my conversation with both of them separately now. So... I, I was in a conversation with my friend Shayo, that's a faith builder, and we've not spoken in a while. And someone was casually to check up on people, and well, I'm not sad when people don't check up on me either. I'm not feeling moody or anything, you know. Of course, I like people, I enjoy company, but I don't go about looking for people, and I'm not bothered when people don't look for me either. I believe that when you need me, or when I need you, we'll come back each other again that's that's just me it has always been like that so if you get to hear from me every day you are really special uh, of course if i don't talk to you it doesn't mean you're not special <laughs> i think i need to clear the hair on that so we got talking and she asked me if i have moved totally out of the city of Ibadan, the, one of the most beautiful cities in nigeria even though some people will not agree to which i told her what has happened to me in the last one year beautiful things that have happened to me in the last one year and how that i no longer hold a lease to any apartment in Ibadan, even though from time to time i may still have to go there so she asked what i've been up to i told her some of the things i've been up to give her some of the high points and then she was surprised that things like that could be happening in a place like Ilori or things like the things I described to her could be happening in a place like Ilori and told her something to which she agreed to I told her that one of the biggest mistakes Nigerians make is basically that we don't use our 20s for anything productive most of us um, when we finish secondary school mostly around back in the days now used to be around 17, 18 years old because right now we have people finishing younger than that but let's depict it at 17 18 years old from that 18 years what people are focused on mostly is trying to get admission um keep writing jam going for extramural lessons going to coaching centers and all of that and if you are the academic type you do well gain admission and then go to school if asu does not have anything against your grandfather you graduate in record time go for service and then what next and then for those who are not academically inclined you just keep trying and trying and trying until finally maybe you find a miracle center where they just help you pass right jump again with maybe with the miracle center and then you pass and then you enter university and then somehow Maybe you're able to put your life together and then graduate with a pass or a third class or something or drop out. But still all of this will happen within maybe by your mid-twenties thereabouts. From then on, most people live a confused life. I always tell people that I have no regrets about my life. Even though I, I think I have one of the most saddest journeys that somebody could have. A lot of struggles, a lot of pains. Some of them born out of laziness. Some of them born out of ignorance. Some of them born out of overconfidence. Some of them just born out of sheer foolishness and lack of reverence. I may put it that way, yes, because when 
people say society is wrong or don't go by the rules of society all of those things well what they didn't tell you is that sometimes society has done their own research and they are correct actually and the truth is society is actually correct 90% of the time now being correct doesn't mean it is the right thing to do when it comes to society you just know that they are correct if you go against the grain you do what the remaining 90% of people are not doing or if you do not do the 90% of things that it means you have a different result which is what you want anyways now the different results now could be on both extremes you could go south or you could go north you could go bad you could be extraordinary like if it's going bad it's going really bad but society basically just wants to maintain status quo keep everybody in the average pay your tax have a little savings work for that five years and retire if you want to break out you either go very bad or you do extraordinary so now there's something that really has become like part of our thinking faculty in nigeria and i'm saying this with some sense of sadness i'm not happy saying this but it is that we actually want to have an easy life we want the easy life like somebody comes up and tells us that okay there's money in bitcoin and now we notice that it has nothing to do with really exerting yourself but money like will all rush or most of us will rush in that direction yeah now it is spy network that people are selling for whatever whatever people that mine out this like we just don't want to do the hard stuff but the truth is this men will have the easiest life and men will do the hardest stuff that's just the truth now, it doesn't mean that their life become easy the way we define easy what it simply means is that there are things that the ordinary man struggles with that they don't struggle with for a very long time my idea of being wealthy comes from a passage of scriptures in that passage of scripture it says something like having to give towards every good works that statement is very powerful to me i have held on to it for years that is i believe that it is possible to be so wealthy that no problem comes to your table unsolved or at least you giving something in that direction of course as long as you see it as a problem because there are some problems that come to you there are really no problems and of course some of the times that people just want to take advantage of generosity and all of that understand that and it's our discretion sometimes your inner man tells you to go ahead and help sometimes your inner man tells you to withhold help from such persons that is not what they need the kind of help they need is not what you are giving or what you have to give so but in the pursuit of an easy life or a soft life as some of our folks in nigeria will say you have to first use the days of your strength to do the hardest stuff pick on the hardest stuff when you think about your life what is the hardest thing to do then face it do it then you realize that there's another hardest thing to do do it do the hard stuff do the painful stuff I saw a video on YouTube once when the guy was saying something like, no, it wasn't on YouTube, I think it was my friend, uh, Michael Babatunde. I saw it on his status where he said that, do I like the rain? No, but I like the victory, something like that, I think. Something of that nature. And it's true. We don't like the rain. Let me say I don't like the rain. But there are things that you don't like. There are some things that you're not comfortable with. But you still go ahead to do. You still go ahead to do them. So you like to jog in the cold and run in the rain? He said, no, but I like to be a champion. That's a powerful statement. Do the hard stuff. Do what is necessary. Do the heavy lifting. Your life has to move forward. Somebody built that great cinema you go to see the movies that you get your soft life from. Somebody built Domino Pizza. Somebody built Item 7. Some people built Viva Cinema. Some people built the Siva, Siva Bank Gallery. Some people built all of those brands that you enjoy. The Gucci, the Hermes, the Louis Vuitton. All of those brands. People, people built them. Why can't it be you? 
Life can all be cause and inshallah. Let's really do something with our life. In the pursuit of the easy life, in the pursuit of the soft life, let's do the hard things first. And then when you're satisfied with the number of hard things you've been able to do, looking at the reward that comes, if you're satisfied, then stop doing the hard thing. But there are some people who want to make generational impact. So till they drop that, till they drop dead, or till they can no longer do it, they keep doing it. An easy life is possible, a soft life is possible. But don't let your soft life be about pursuing the soft methods. Do the hard work. Unlock wealth in dimensions that nobody in generation has ever thought of. It is possible. It is possible. People have done it. You can do it. I can do it. I hope you find this useful. It's gone longer than I want it to be. But in the world of the great educator, Lauren, said, I'm not cursing you. I'm wishing you what I wish myself every year. I therefore repeat, may you have a hard time this year. May there be plenty of troubles for you in this year. If you are not so sure what you should say back, why not just say, same to you. I ask for no more. May you have a hard time this year. Hard times make what? They make great men. So people are complaining, they are saying the country is hard. The administration is tough. This, that, hard, tough. Those are the words you get to hear these days. My friend, embedded in every crisis, opportunities. What are the opportunities that youths need to unlock in these times of hardship, in these times of casting down, in these times of recession or whatever economic term they we call it. Now it's in your hand, it's in your mouth to say no. Is it lifting up? And we will do the work. We will do the lifting up. We will defy the graffiti. We will defy the forces that are trying to take us down. We will defy it. We will ensure that we build something. We will not stop at Anything until it is truly great. That is really the easy life. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Have a great time. Goodbye.